Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Support WrestleTalk! Give us a subscribe. Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Cole Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J Jeff here. And this is Rick Swan. Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. I'm Rocco Cinco Romero, David Starr. Support Russell Talk. You are watching Russell Talk. Congratulations, you got here. Now subscribe and support Russell Talk. Support Russell Talk and please subscribe now. Support Russell Talk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support me. Support Russell Talk. Support Russell Talk. Support Russell Talk. Everybody talk about wrestling, and I like it. Support Russell Talk. Go subscribe. Support Russell Talk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever Russell Talk is, and whoever Luke Owen is, both the Ravens. Nevermore. Russell Talk. Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast. I am Chopper Pete Quinnell, and I'm joined by Just Dave. Hello, hello. Hi. How's it going, mate? Yeah, it's going good. And how are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Bit knackered. Yes, it's been a, yes, it's myself been a busy also. week. But uh, yeah, yeah, we've got people over uh, uh. hosting many, many wrestling things happening this yes. weekend. Of course, so we've just got a big group gathering. Yeah, so we can watch it all together. I will be there. Tonight yes. for War Games, but I'm not going to be there for Survivor Series because Ollie and I are doing live reactions here. Yes, absolutely. At Wrestle Talk HQ, uh, mm-hmm. we're going to be doing live reactions there. So, but I am looking very much looking forward to tonight. Oh yeah, should be a good time. Very One much because so. it's War Games. Two because we're with friends. And isn't the most important thing the friends we made along the way? Totally, I think so. Hundred percent. Um, we were just uh, having a chat just before we came in here. We were like, we've got about like 20 minutes before we need to go in. Mm. Should we play some Pokemon? So then we yeah. did. Uh, and that was fun. I've still yes. not completed the main story yet. Um, I have. I'm, I'm just I'm just shy of, I think, where, you know, the story's really kicked in at this point where I am now. Yeah. So I'm thoroughly looking forward to completing that. But you've nearly completed not only the story, but also the Pokedex entirely. Yes, yes absolutely. Which is I've absurd. Been, I've been all over it. Um Get I've, I'm playing on Shield, so just getting people who play Sword and just being like, "Hi, can I have all the Pokemon that I don't have, please?" Mm-hmm. Um, and thankfully, the first person I asked, who's in a friend's stream, was just like, "Yes, yes, <laughs> you can." <laughs> so, so now I'm just training and breeding and all sorts of fun stuff to make sure I've got every single Pokemon in the game. Very good. Proud of you. 
Thanks, man. Um, I've spoken about this with Laurie, actually. Mm. What is your impression of Sword and Shield? What do you think of the game? I love it. Yeah? I really love it. I think aesthetically, it is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, like the bit where you first leave your house and you walk down that road and there are these rolling fields with those bales of hay and they're like, I've seen those for real. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I could walk for about 20 or drive probably i say for about 20 minutes i'll probably see one yeah um the aesthetic is wonderful mm-hmm. um how how oh i don't know how much to talk about i don't know if people will have played too don't much. do any spoilers is no what i'd say but i what i like is that they've got this kind of new thing where at least the first the, the, the main the main focus of the first portion of the game which mm-hmm. i like to think most people who are playing it have played through isn't really story no, it's just you're a Pokemon trainer. Yeah, go and battle things. Uh, have fun. Yeah. being a Pokemon exactly. trainer. You're not you're not tied up in a big Pokemon terrorist story. Line, yeah, exactly. Where it's like you're ten years old. Oh, look, Team Rocket are stealing everything in sight. You have to stop them. You have to save the world, ten year old boy, because no one else can. Yeah. You, you're yeah. not even old enough to have been a prefect at your primary school. Yes. And you have to go and save the world. Whereas in this one, you're just like, hey, there's a gym challenge. You want to do it? Do you want to do it? Hey, look, there's this big thing called the wild area. It's got loads of Pokemon yeah. in it. Why don't you go catch loads of Pokemon? And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll do that. Exactly. But some of them you can't catch because they're too overpowered and powerful and overleveled, which is how the world would be. Exactly. Yeah. It's... it's it's. I think it's phenomenal. Like I said, it's... Not since Pokemon Blue version mm. have I gone into a game so blind yeah. and knowing so little, which it's it just has instilled this childlike sense of wonder in me again mm-hmm. that I haven't felt in such a long I time. Where I'm like, I love everything about this. I've seen a lot of people on Twitter just being like, I'm not one to fill out the Pokedex. I spent so much money on Ultra Balls, you have no idea. And I'm oh, like, God, yeah. same! Yeah. It's like, it's... For some reason, there's something about this game that just makes me want to go and catch things. Yeah, I want to catch everything I see. Pokemon. Yeah. It, it's beautiful. It, it is, I feel like that is the feeling that you should always have when you're yes. playing a Pokemon game, and they have 100% agree. nailed it. They 100% nailed agree. nailed it on this game. Um, I'm going to do a quick email before we get into the main portion of the show. Yeah. We had a thing last week. Yes, uh, yes we did. We had the, uh, a D&D related thing where... Mm. We had an item called the Ring of the Grammarian where you could add <laughs> or change or remove a letter yeah. to create a different spell. Okay. Uh, we had a grand total of one email about this subject. You should still email in more. Peter. Definitely do if you have ideas. One's better than none. Yeah, peterrustalk.com. Definitely email in with your D&D spell ideas for the Ring of the Grammarian. But what have we got? Please do. So we've got one here from Matthew Perry. Not that one, probably. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> it's true. I don't know that. Uh, who says, uh, Hi Pete, in regards to your challenge to change D&D spells by changing, adding, or removing a letter, may I suggest Tasha's Hideous Slaughter. (laughs) 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 It's great. That's outstanding. That's so good, because that's totally, that sounds like an actual spell. It's just just a hideous slaughter. Yeah, and what makes that even better is the fact that because Hideous Laughter was the original name of the spell. And I mm-hmm. I don't know where sort of Tasha's Hideous Laughter came yeah. from. It was probably through a specific campaign yeah, yeah, run yeah. by, I don't know, the, the D&D Beyond creators or something. I don't Possibly. know. But either way, this just adds to it because it's it's a very specific Hideous Slaughter from one person <laughs> called Tasha, <laughs> who's just there. 
<laughs> like, just you know one what? day. Now decided. I'm going to go on a killing spree. <laughs> <laughs> Now's the time for a slaughter. Yes. Yeah. That's very good. That is very much in the spirit of it. Very, excellent, very good. Excellent suggestion, Matthew. Email in more, please. Yes, definitely. Do. If you do, If you don't even play D&D, go on dndbeyond.com, look up the spell list, yeah. and email in more because they're hilarious. They're fantastic. Wordplay is generally hilarious um let's get into the main portion of the show though i know it's mm. a little bit of a quick intro but we are a little bit pushed for time today uh. um but let's get into the main portion of the show where we're going to be talking about who is going to be winning at survivor series 2019 here's the show survivor series this yes year. It's This was the go-home show for Survivor mm-hmm. Series 2019, and as you'd expect, there was a big, gigantic brawl between everyone, because that's what happens at Survivor Series. Yeah, it was, it was bound to happen, like, I think we all could see, everyone could see coming, that the go-home show is going to have the brawl. Exactly. And But what a brawl, like, I mean, is, is it the biggest that's happened? I, it's definitely up there. This is like... There were so many people here. Oh, that, yeah. Bodies all over the place. Because the way it went down, it came after the main event match, which mm. was a, a six-man tag. It ended with Corbin 1. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. Um, but then Roman Reigns clears out the ring, and suddenly Seth Rollins' music hits. Yeah. Oh, here comes Team Raw. Or the entire like men's Raw locker room were coming down through the crowd. Yeah. Which was like throwback to the shield. Shades, Shades of the shield going on there. And like they, cool. they are all coming down. Oh, yeah. There's loads. Like it's just one big sort of... One big conga line of, of raw <laughs> But without superstars. No Way Jose. <laughs> no, that's a shit. Isn't, isn't that a shame? Wouldn't he just made that? Totally. Yeah. He should have um, been at the front. He should have been leading the conga line. Exactly, um, yeah. But yeah, they all come down, um, and they're sort of surrounding the ring. Almost like a, it looked like a lumberjack match was about to happen. <laughs> yeah. um, and of course, Seth gets in. Um, the crowd chants were intriguing for this one. CM Punk. CM Punk. Exactly. It was in Chicago, in fairness. Yeah, that's true. Um... And yeah, they kind of had their face off, mm-hmm. um, and then they just teed off on one another. Oh yeah, yeah, they they went to town. So those mm. who started brawling, and then uh, Shorty G and Ali, who were Roman Reigns' tag partners in the main event match, they got beaten down as well. <laughs> Shorty G and Ali versus Raw. Raw, <laughs> yes. Uh, and then SmackDown came back with the lead of Braun Strowman. His music hit. He came out with Drake Maverick, exactly. which was awesome. It was, it was brilliant. You had, obviously, Braun Strowman. His music hits. He's going to lead the charge. Mm-hmm. The two people in after him, Drake Maverick and Heath Slater, <laughs> wielding a kendo stick, <laughs> which was, was nice. I was enjoyed great. that. Those uh, loads and loads of the SmackDown guys, they oh, yeah. got into the ring and kind of equalized the odds, and they started taking everyone out. Uh I think uh, Braun hit a power slam onto Drew McIntyre, which was a nice little yeah. spot. And the whole crowd are now going, NXT, NXT, because they is... could see it was going to come. Yeah, this is after Braun has done his little jog around the ring, yeah. taking out the entire mid-card of Raw. Yep, it was So it was perfect. like, oh, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins are here. Oh, no, they're not anymore. No, they're not anymore. Um, and then big NXT chants. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it cuts to backstage. Oh, yeah. And suddenly, there's Triple H and Shawn Michaels and Road Dog, and it, they're there yeah. with a jeep tank thing. Yeah, with a big, suspiciously cardboard-looking gun on the mountain. <laughs> like it, it, it looked like they had the jeep, yeah, and had just gone. Ah, oh, remember when DX did that thing? Mm. Does anyone have loads of toilet rolls? Yeah, and we'll just put them all together. Mm. And it will be like a gun, but it's yeah. not a gun. Promise. Um, put put Leah Rush under so he can support it. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Leah Rush looked 
badass oh, on yeah. the front of that Jeep. He yeah. was so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, those guys started coming out. The, like, so many NXT guys were surrounding this Jeep. Oh, yeah. They rolled up to the, to the arena. You saw the, th- the three of them, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and Road Dog, go to the stage. Triple H turns around and just goes, go get them. Mm-hmm. And, like, all of NXT just runs out. There's yeah. a gigantic brawl. All of these people that are coming out. It must have been, like... 50 people or something yeah. like that, maybe more, of just brawling in the in the entire arena. And then there's an empty ring. You know who bloody loves <laughs> empty rings? My boy Keith Lee! Oh, yeah. Oh, he, he, he gets in. He, he gets in, just and he's like surveying the scene, just smiling to himself. Like, just like, this, this is fun. This is, this is nice. This is nice. I like this. It's like a caduceus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> much like, yeah, exactly. Hey, this is, I this like is this nice. Is, this is great. <laughs> and, um, yeah, uh, he, he was sort of, just standing there for a bit, uh, and mm-hmm. it's like, who's going to step up to try and take him out? Montez Ford is going to try and step up to take him out, and then Montez Ford died. He just comes at him, and Keith Lee just goes, no, sir. Pop up, catch you, and he just, uh, just kills him eats, with a power bomb. Eats the spirit bomb. Just, oh, just, it's, it was an absolute thing of beauty. If you haven't seen that power bomb, there's gifts galore. Oh, God, yeah. Well, just look at it because uh, it is incredible. Yeah, I Mon- love Keith Lee. He's Mon- my favorite. Montez Ford hits the canvas like it's a trampoline. <laughs> yeah, bounces up and away. And then there's a stare-off between Braun Strowman and Keith Lee. Yep. That's cool. Uh, they start brawling a little bit and then the show goes off the air. That's yeah. how it ends with this big brawl. We, we figured a brawl was coming. Oh, yeah. So this is to the, the bigger question, I guess, of Survivor Series 2019. Yeah. Who's going to win? Because... The initial angle that they had when everyone was stuck in Saudi Arabia and they decided to do the NXT invasion storyline, which was yeah. a few weeks ago, that went down really well because NXT came in, they dominated, they said, hey, we're here, we're making a stand. Since then, I say it's been a little bit up and down, a little bit shaky. Sometimes NXT looked a little bit pants. Sometimes, you know, some people didn't get over quite right. This show, though, I think built NXT quite well again. And yes. I will say... I'm pleasantly surprised at how well they're treating NXT talent. They've handled the NXT talent really nicely. And you say it's sort of gone up and down. But I think sort of organically, you had to have the big impactful Mm. start where NXT, they clean. Oh, yeah, yeah, they won everything. Yeah, Yeah, they won everything, which as it should be. Just because you want to mount them as a very creditable threat, which, of course, we always knew they were. Mm. We, the viewers, you, the viewers, everyone, the viewers, knows, anyone who watches NXT knows these guys are great. Yeah. Um, Guys and girls. I mean, guys in the general sense, obviously. Um, So they win everything. That's fine. But you can't have them come in and win everything every single time because it just cheapens it. Mm -hmm. So... When they have sort of less of an impact, maybe they lose a few of the matches. Sure, because you can't have them win everything. It, it, like I say, it cheapens it. So that's where the dips come in. And it's natural that towards the end, as we get into the go-home show, they come in in force. They yeah. look strong. They look... The very, very key thing here is they look unified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they do that a little bit better than... Raw and SmackDown in the terms of deciding, are we unified? Do we actually hate each other? I I think part of it is because, I guess in kayfabe and in real life, it's more of like a movement to be like, we yeah. are NXT. We're this, you know, we're the underdogs. We're the third brand that people have mm. been overlooking. Blah, 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 blah. So when they come in and they do these invasion angles, they'd be like, we're here to make a stand. It makes more sense. Yeah. Um, I will say... Some of the booking hasn't been perfect. Like, the Imperium 
bit when they came yeah. in was a bit lackluster. Um, did you notice Imperium were part of this brawl, by the way? Walter was there. Really? Just part of the brawl, yeah. I, did, I, 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 was, I was actually going to bring up on that and say, like, wh- where were NXT UK? But oh, yeah. they were there. They were there, totally. So, Walter, the fourth man for War Games, confirmed? Interesting decision. I mean... Walter on Team NXT at Survivor Series, confirmed? Possibly. I could see that. That would be, be fun. That would be very nice. I mean, that would be... How impactful would that be if he was the fourth man? It's like, we've got our fourth man. Oh, by the way, it's Walter. It's Walter, and you will die. Yes. Um, Him on Team NXT, I'm a little bit hesitant about. Yeah, I, I don't think Team NXT is winning, which means Walter would have to get eliminated. Uh, yeah, that one. and you, d- you don't want him... You don't want to isolate him from the group he's already built. Mm-hmm. And put him into another group and then immediately not win with that group. Yeah, yeah. Then again, it might even harm them even more if he does win. It's like, oh, look, he's winning in another group. Yeah, I don't know. I guess, it's, yeah. It would be it would be messy to yeah, put him in there. I think so, yeah. Uh, but we're getting a little bit sidetracked. The yes, point yes, is, though, the overall build for this show, I think, has been much better than other years of Survivor Series. Yes. There's, there's been the, um, oh, what was it? Under Siege, when they had Shane McMahon leading SmackDown into Raw, which was like, it was cool for the first one, and then it got really bad straight afterwards. You had the really cool one where, you know, Becky got punched in the face, which made her the mega star that she became. Oh, yeah, like that that iconic scene where she's just like, center of the ring, leading the group, just blood everywhere. It was great. That was, again, there were cool moments Mm. throughout these builds, but the overall build was a bit pants. Yeah. Whereas I think this one has had a really good start and a really good end to the build. Got a bit wavy in between, but overall, I think they've treated NXT really well, and they've kind of built up a lot of three-way feuds, which in general are pretty hard to do. Yeah, I think they've done a lot of them really, really well. Uh, so I think actually heading into Survivor Series, I don't know who's going to win because I absolutely would have said, and I I did say this from the get-go. I said NXT, there's no way they're winning. There's yeah. no way NXT are winning because. Vince won't let NXT guys go over. He won't let his third brand suddenly become the top brand, especially when they've just moved to Fox on SmackDown. Yeah. So you think that they definitely want to push SmackDown as the top brand, as the A show. And then uh, that even with AEW as competition, I still don't think they let NXT go over. But now, now that it's been a few weeks and NXT have won matches consistently, not just on that first one when they first came in, there's a chance they might win. Like... Uh, I, it's genuinely made it much harder for me to pick who's going to win overall, and I genuinely don't know anymore, which is a really good thing. Yeah, it's nice to have that kind of uncertainty where anything could happen. Genuinely. And it doesn't happen as often as we might like. You know, even with other events as well, with stuff like, for example, stuff like the Rumble, mm-hmm. it's rare to go into it and think, many could do this. Yeah. I mean, I think there was one one year where there was about seven possible winners. That was a really good um, one. It, the, yeah. the 2017 Rumble where Shinsuke won. Yes. And it could have been like, when it got down to like the final six, like, like any of them. could be any at yeah. this point. And that's great. wonderful. Yeah. <clears throat> and then you get ones where it's like, well, we all know who's winning this yes. one. Yeah. Uh, so it's nice to go into Survivor Series, especially with a third party involved, and thinking, could be any. Yeah. Could be it, any of them. It's genuinely cool. So I'm... I, I would say I don't think Raw's winning. If there's any brand I no. have to pick that's not winning, I don't think Raw's going to do it. No. They got their clean sweep last year, and they've always been presented as the A-show until this Fox deal happened. Since then, SmackDown is now the A-show. So I'd say it's either going to be SmackDown, because they're the new A-show, yeah. or NXT to really put them over, 
But if NXT win, a main event star will turn on Raw and SmackDown and join NXT. I think that's the only way that NXT will truly win. I think that even though Vince has been actually treating NXT talent quite well, I still think that's the only way he'll let NXT beat his main roster buddy buds is by having someone on the main roster turn and join NXT. That's what happened in the original Invasion. The only reason that WCW and ECW won the uh, the inaugural Brawl Invasion was because Stone Cold turned on them. Yeah. It was... It was I think there's going to be a little asterisk next to it if NXT do win or it's going to be SmackDown. That's my prediction anyway. See, I'm... I, I, I had SmackDown from the start mm. and I, I haven't changed my view on that. Yeah. I, I can't see NXT winning it. It's kind of strange in a way that of all the brands who need the rub of winning this the most, NXT are kind of the least. They kind of need it. I think they kind of don't need it as much because the push they've received to get here to be like, we are NXT, we're not just de- developmental. We're our own thing and we're a threat to you. They've already got that through. Mm-hmm. So do they need the rub of actually winning the thing? I'm not sure that they that they need it as much. Whereas if Raw, Raw or SmackDown, I'm going to say SmackDown here because I'm... Alongside you, I don't think Raw can do it. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think NXT are going to do it. If NXT do were to beat them both, where does that really leave Raw and SmackDown, especially with the new deals coming through? I am putting it down to SmackDown taking this, and maybe even then a superstar goes across to NXT, probably from Raw. Okay, that's interesting. See, I'd say... That if SmackDown was going to win, why would then someone jump to NXT? Why would you jump to a losing brand? I'd say they make the switch to NXT to have NXT win, so then they can be part of the winning side. That's a potential one. I would say, very good point to say, why would you move to a losing brand? You'd move to a losing brand from an even more losing brand. Mm, okay. From Raw to go from a clean sweep to coming potentially below NXT even if both of those two lose, NXT might still be seen as having done better. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not a case of going to a losing brand. It's a case of jumping from an already almost sunken ship to one that might be still afloat. Yeah, I guess, um, yeah. Which is the reason I could see someone from Raw, couldn't tell you who, um, someone potentially moving over if SmackDown were to take it, someone from Raw going, you know what, done with this. Yeah. And I mean, you made an interesting point about uh, saying that you think NXT needs the win the least. Yeah. I would say they need it the most. Really? Because Raw and SmackDown aren't going anywhere, regardless of what happens. That's true. If NXT win, it's going to be forgotten about in two weeks anyway. And they're just going to be like, we're the main roster, we've got most viewers, we're still cool, SmackDown's still the A show, we're great. If NXT win, though, they can lord that for ages. They can. And it might potentially bump with that exposure to new eyes that they've been getting mm. might help bump the ratings for NXT with the war they've got with AEW at the minute. They just got yeah. their first win this week. So if they want to try and continue that, they might have NXT go over again. It would be with an asterisk. I think it would be someone like Seth Rollins or Kevin Owens turns on the brand they're on and helps NXT win. Yeah. Something like that would, ha- would have to happen. But if they do win that, I think to a, a casual viewer would then say, Oh, maybe, maybe I do need to check out NXT. Yeah. 
So then That's maybe they, they try and push the viewers over that way. But then again, I think they've already got that. Even the, the, like you say, I think the way they've been treated so surprisingly well mm. has helped in that cause. And that's why I think possibly to word it better in terms of their, the growing popularity and how many eyes are now on them, NXT need it the least. Mm. Um, because in terms of sort of the casual viewer going, who's this lot then? Let's yeah. have a look at that. The invasion angle's actually been handled so well, relatively speaking, that eyes are already doing that, I think. It's hard to say because on this week's episode of NXT, they had uh, they got a big ratings bump, and that was mm. with Triple H saying, "Hey, Raw and SmackDown stars, you're welcome to come to NXT. Yeah. We definitely will have Raw and SmackDown stars on NXT. That you should watch NXT. Raw and SmackDown will be on NXT. Watch the show." Um, so that they he really hammered home that there are going to be main roster stars on there, and the show opened with Becky Lynch. So yeah, it's like that. they they got a big ratings bump, but I think that was because of the main roster stars going there. I think if they didn't have that, NXT hasn't had a big ratings bump from this big exposure that they've had as of yet. It's hard to say what's been the actual driving factor between their their bumped ratings, mm. but I would say that with uh, Punk's return on backstage with. Uh, the main roster stars being on NXT, with Triple H having that open invitation. I think all of those are factors into why NXT's got a big bump, and I think if they want to continue that, the next logical step would be to have NXT win at Survivor Series, because even though the win doesn't really matter in the yeah. grand scheme of things, because it's about nothing, it's about brand supremacy, which means nothing. There is no stakes to this. I think having, in a, in a kayfabe world, having that... Uh, title and saying we beat the main roster, we beat Raw and we beat SmackDown is something that NXT can take and casual viewers who might care more about this brand supremacy, who might yeah. buy into that kind of thing would then see NXT just beat Raw and SmackDown, they're better I need to go and watch them Yeah. Uh, so it's really hard to say but I will say props to WWE for making me believe that NXT can win. Yeah, that's very true. And don't get me wrong, would love to see NXT win. Mm. Would love to see NXT win. And I think that's quite a prevailing opinion, probably, within the overarching community. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people would want to see that. I don't know. It's. I'm not sure. I suppose it's more in a case of their current popularity is whether they need it or not. I worry what would happen in terms of people's feelings who are already within Raw and SmackDown, what would happen to them mm -hmm. and their feelings towards it if NXT suddenly almost came from nowhere to just win it. I'd be totally fine with it. I mean, I, I'd be okay with it. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be happy to see it happen. I just... Yeah. It would leave things in... Not necessarily... Almost a worrying state, but an uncharted state. And... Then things would have to be handled interestingly because how do you how do you then go from there on Raw and SmackDown? You know how they're going to do it. How they'd progress from there. Mm. Never talk about it again. Ah, it's Kofi all over again. That's what they do every single time. It happened last year with Survivor Series. It happened the year before and the year before that. Then they're, they're never going to mention this again. But if NXT win, they can mention it. That's why I think NXT need it the most. Because if SmackDown win, it will be forgotten about in a week. Yeah. If okay. NXT win, they can keep saying. We're the brand that beat Raw and SmackDown. And individuals can say, I'm the person that got the pin in this yeah. match. That's important to NXT. I've put NXT on the map, etc. It gives a lot of characters in NXT a lot of fuel, but it doesn't really damage Raw and SmackDown because no one really cares at the end of the day.
Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. We've got one last group of people to thank as well, and that is our $25 and above Patreon pledge Absolutely. on Patreon, even though I already yes. said Patreon. Uh, so if you haven't been over to WrestleTalk's Patreon page yet, you should go there, patreon.com slash WrestleTalk. You get all sorts of bonus content, and if you pledge at the $25 or above tier, you get a cool wrestling name, and then we shout you out on an episode just like this one. So thank you to Never Wrong, Tyler Wright. Hey, hey, never, never Wrong. wrong. Never Fantastic. Wrong. Fistful of crisps, Chris Christofferson. Woo, yes. Nice. Moving sideways, Kieran Crabtree. Love it. Hey, That's fantastic. Rainmaker, Rons Rajan. Yeah, Rons Rajan. Rainmaker, Jack Daniels on the Carl Rocks. Oh, hey. love that. That's fantastic. Lovely stuff. He's a sexy man, not an Andrew Grossman. Yay, he's a sexy it. man, sexy man. Greg Taylor, Soldier Spy. <laughs> hey, lovely stuff. That's fantastic. Laurie Blake's personal security, Dave Humphreys. Woo! Woo! Good job. Great stuff. Probably better than Kyle, Philip O'Reilly. That's a tall order, but he is definitely better. He's a pledge hammer. He's better. And finally, girls on film, Erica Duran. Erica Duran. Thank Thank you very very much. much. (laughs) 
anyway, let's see what you guys think. Yes. Let's get into your Susu Super Chats. Uh, we've got one here from Timothy Beatty, who said, uh, Team NXT, HBK, Triple H, William Regal, Johnny Satan, and Cameron Grimes, you know how to get over the younger guys. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh, make it happen. Imagine that for Team NXT. That would be class. Throwing uh, Road Dog at the side. Yeah. Uh, we've got a few SmackDown-related ones as well. Flaming Live said, new tw- $25 Patreon back here. Oh, yeah. Thank Lovely. you very much. Thank you. Braun versus Lee. Yes, please. Oh, God. Yeah, that's there. And I was like, yeah, that's someone I want to see. Yeah, I could get behind that. Totally. Wouldn't want to get in between it. Oh, no, definitely not. Um, Sterling Van, uh, minor nitpick. The NXT theme played after Rhea won. That was also a minor nitpick that I was going to come on to. Yeah. It was just the general NXT theme whenever they came out for the men's and the women's lockers. It was like instead of a, an actual theme, like the Braun Strowman's theme hit to lead the SmackDown yeah. crew. Seth Rollins' theme hit to lead the Raw crew. And then it was just... NXT, which I guess is either like a good or a bad thing because you could see it like we're a unified unit. We're all under the NXT banner. We're all one big group. Uh, Or you could see it as none of us really matter. We don't have any stars. We're just a brand. Whereas Raw and SmackDown have stars. At least it wasn't Triple H's music. At least it wasn't (laughs) Triple H's music. That's a positive. Uh, Sidesh Majanka said, uh, this was the laziest way to introduce Tony Storm. Oh, yeah, that was a thing, wasn't it? Tony Storm was there. She was also there. We'll we'll come on to that in the... um, in the main show. Uh, Sterling Van said, Mustafa Ali got pinned by the deep six. Gosh darn it. I mean, I like the fact that Corbin wins off a deep six. That's the thing. There's mixed There's mixed feelings about that because the deep six, I think everyone can be in agreement of, is an awesome move. It's a cool move. It's it's a shame. I'm going to sort of, I'm going to sort of personalize the deep six here in this weird anthropomorphic drama. Um, the deep six. It's a load of words I did not think I was going to hear on this show. It's unfortunate for the deep six. Right. That the end of days exists, yeah, because the end of days is like one of the most protected finishers of all time. Totally, and the deep six looks so cool. I kind of have feelings towards the deep six as I do with old Sami Zayn's Blue Thunderbomb. Blue Thunderbomb, yeah, great move. Mm-hmm. Could be a finisher in anyone's arsenal, but it isn't. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, so I really like the fact he got a win off the deep six, just yeah. not against Mustafa Ali. Yeah, in his hometown. In his hometown. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. Uh, Flaming Live said Braun almost took out Drake Maverick on his run. It's <laughs> a, a great segment. That. Braun, Braun does not. He, he, he doesn't distinguish mm. between friend or foe. Yeah. It's just whoever's in his way. It's just people. The Braun train will continue. <laughs> the Shower Lurker, which I promise is not as creepy as it sounds. <laughs> Uh, it says, SmackDown was trash, trash, trash. It was garbage. Well, that's Ooh. an interesting point of view. It's an interesting opinion uh, on that. I don't... I think the general consensus is that it was a good show. I mm. agree. It was a pretty fun show. We'll come on to that later on with our full ratings and stuff. But yeah. I think the general consensus was a pretty good show. Uh, she Loves Edgar said, Hello, WrestleTalk. Big shout out to Chopper. Thank you. Uh, but last night, SmackDown was fun to watch for my lady partner and I. And hopefully next week's show is equally as good because we will be there live. Oh, well, nice. Good, uh, good luck with that. Hopefully it's a really good show. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, obviously it's going to be the post- Survivor Series show, so hopefully there's some kind of fallout. Oh, that's always from an interesting there. one to look into. So it'll be hopefully a, a good show for you. Uh, last one for now uh, before we get on to the rest of the show. T Green just says, "About time we get an awesome new IC champ design." Again, we'll come to this in the main show, but I like the fact there's a new belt. It looks all right, but the IC belt looked great anyway. We're gonna differ on that because I know you have different opinions than me. A few. But- The show opened up with the entire SmackDown roster backstage uh, by kind of the opening 
the, the gate to the arena, essentially. Yeah. The, the, the big metal door thing. Yeah. What's it called? A shutter. That's the one. That's the word I'm looking for. Thank you. The big shutter. And the entire SmackDown roster's there. Biggie's doing limbo under a kendo stick. Otis is playing the air guitar. Yep. Pandemonium. It was great. These things were, things were happening. Things were happening. Uh, Corbin gets up on like a little platform and attempts yeah. to rouse everyone. He goes, hey, the king is taught. Guys, the king is taught. Listen to me. I'm the king. Rude and Ziggler just like, yeah, yeah. Just, Go just yeah. Then uh, no, no, no one pays nothing attention. happens. And then up comes the big dog, and everyone, Roman Reigns with his down. with his friendies, Ali and Ali and Shorty G. Mm-hmm. Everyone pays attention. Yep. There's a little hush that starts falling over, and just towards the end of the hush, you just hear, "Oh yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> Bloody love Otis. He's great. Uh, Roman steps up, gives a big rah rah speech. It's yep. an actual one this time. Yeah. Uh, like, Raw and NXT are coming tonight. Like we mm-hmm. know it. Like we're just gonna. Uh, we're not going to act like cowards like Corbin would. Yep. Um, you know, we're going to open up the door, let them in, and whoop everybody's ass. Cool. Uh, that so a little bit um, Irish there. I, I, we're going we're, we're to whoop everyone's I, ass. I'm the big dog. <laughs> Roman O'Reigns. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they open up the shutter. They say, Raw and NXT's coming. We're going to whip everyone's ass. Yep. Uh, everyone starts going, oh, whoa, crazy. Corbin's yep. like, oh, that's a bad idea. Sasha Banks gets up on the stage and goes, hey, enough. I'm the boss and we're going to take care of business. Yep. Just Me and the, the women. In. in they and go. And says, we're going to go do our stuff. So her and Dana Brooke and Carmella <laughs> and Lacey Nikki. Evans and Nikki Cross all left to go do some stuff. Yep. Then we got the intro opening video package for the show. And it starts off with Sasha and the rest of Team SmackDown making their entrance, which was, was nice. There was a moment in the uh, in the opening package, obviously talking about all the things that are going to happen. Mm. Um, uh, Corey talking about Daniel Bryan's obviously upcoming match uh, with The Fiend, saying, uh, you know, sort of, what, who, who's he going to be? It's like, will it be the Universal Champion that shows up, or will it be The Fiend? I mean... They're the same person. They are the same person, but nice try, Corey. Yep. Um, See what you're going for, but... Yeah. Mm, but... Yeah. Yeah, rephrase it. Um, then uh, Sasha cuts a quick promo, just saying uh, they SmackDown dropped NXT last week when they came on our show. Then they went to NXT and did the exact same thing. And then she calls out Team Raw and says, I know you're here. Why don't you come on out to the ring? Eventually, Raw comes out with Charlotte Charlotte Flair's music. Uh, she comes out with Asuka, Kyrie Sane, Sarah Logan, and Natalia, so the rest of Team Raw. Yeah. And she says, hey, look, everyone. It's the welcome wagon. And I said... What? <laughs> like, <laughs> come again? Come again? Is that, um, is that a phrase? Is that a thing? Yeah, apparently, well, the, the welcome wagon is a thing. It's a, it's it? a phrase. Yeah, you're rolling out the welcome wagon. Uh, it means exactly what that is. Like It's a welcoming party. I don't really know when it came into common parlance. It's not in... Is it pe- an insult? Is it a bad thing to be a welcoming party? A welcoming it's, wagon? It's not necessarily used as an insult. It's... um. It's more of a sort of slightly sarcastic way of saying it, usually. Right. Not necessarily majorly insulting. Um, so, you know, Charlotte probably could have been a bit more angry or insulting or, you know, slightly less childish. Um, there are a few little childish things I thought on the show tonight, um, but we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. As we get to them. But yeah, um, Charlotte says that Raw would have kicked down the door anyway if it wasn't open for them, mm-hmm. uh, which is a nice little line. That's a nice line. Um, and then immediately challenges Sasha to a one-on-one match 
for, for old times' time sake. sake. I like that we said that together. Which was a nice, yeah. That, that was that was a nice thing. Glad we shared that. Um, but but before uh, that match can get on the way, NXT's music hits. Just the general uh-huh. NXT theme hits, uh, and out from the crowd come uh, Rhea Ripley, Tegan Knox, Mia Yim, Candice Array. And Tony Storm, who was there? Yeah, Tony where's, Storm was there. Where's Dakota Kai, everyone? Yeah, she's I was, uh, she's bumped, know. I guess. But yeah, uh, Tony Storm was there with absolutely no fanfare whatsoever. No explanation as to no, why she's she was, there. She was just she's around, just there. Blink and you'd miss it, um, which um, is fine. I bloody love Tony Storm. That's totally fine yeah, with me. It was just wish she kind of got a bit more introduction. Would've yeah, it would have been, cool, been nice. But um, and Ripley was sort of saying like, you know, what we do have guts. Mm. Which was odd because no one's really saying they didn't, but it was almost like Sasha didn't expect them to turn up. <laughs> yeah. Like just like, oh, we're not expecting NXT to turn up after we went and beat them up on their home turf. Like, what are they not going to respond? <laughs> yeah. Is yeah, is exactly. Rhea Ripley gonna be like, Well, you know what, you got us good. Yeah. Um, well, you know, no. win some, lose some. Yeah. And uh Ripley uh, offers to make the match a captain triple threat. Yeah, captain v captain v captain, which is cool. Uh and then my next note is they're all shouty. So yeah, everyone got in the ring and they kind of went at each other. Yeah, it, was like, then, it was like bloody parliament. Yeah, exactly. It was like, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then they do a little less brawl. direction. Yeah, exactly. They all got into a little bit of a brawl, goes to an ad break when we come back. The triple threat match gets underway. Yes. Uh, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte and Sasha Banks. This I, was a really fun match. Yeah, I, I quite like that um, uh, Sasha is like immediately just took a double big boot from the other two. As soon so as the match good. started. So good, yeah. Because um, it's nice to have this sort of Rhea Ripley-Charlotte stare down. That was quite cool because as commentary actually quite rightly said, you know, you don't often find someone who can stand toe-to-toe strength equals with Charlotte, but obviously Ripley can. Yes. Um, so that was very nice. It was nice. really nice. Uh, there was a weird bit where Charlotte threw Sasha Banks into Nikki Cross and then yes. Sasha got angry at Nikki Cross for being in her way. It's like, well, if she wasn't there, you would have got thrown into the steel steps. Yeah, what would I you s- rather have hit? That's strange. It's a sticking point from last week as well. As far yeah. as, like, Team SmackDown goes with this, you've got to decide if you're on each other's side or not. It's like they're trying to play the story of they're putting their differences aside to join on the team, but also they still have their beef but it just comes off really awkward when they don't explain it very well and they go, yeah. well, you're in my way. It's like, but they weren't. They, You got pushed yeah. into them. They yeah. weren't harming you in any way. If anything, just... they were a human meat shield. They cushioned the blow from exactly. the solid metal ring steps. Um, so it could have been done. I think they could have done the story right. It just came off a little bit weird with the way it was yeah. put there. Uh, the in-reaction on this one, though. Really good. Really nice. Very nice indeed. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I think that's been a, a, a standard now also for a few months. It's yeah. just been really good in-ring work. Yeah, everyone um, was made to look really strong, you know. Mm-hmm. No one really took control in this match. It was always kind of like, I'll do a move or two, and yeah. then someone else will come in and do a big move or two, and then the other person comes in and does a move yeah. or two. It kind of always went round in a circle I think, who got control of the match. I think, if anything, Ripley took a bit more of a fair share of mm-hmm. the damage from both of them than the other two. Mm-hmm. Um, but that serves to make her look very strong because she always came back from it. She's rear gosh darned Ripley. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's, you know, if you beat her down for long enough, she's going to come back and hurt you. Yeah. Um, There's a really nice spot where Sasha hit a meteora onto Ripley. She's going for the pin and then Sasha comes in and hits a natural selection on yeah. Sasha while she was Sasha making Sasha hits the a pin. natural selection on Sasha? Charlotte hits a natural selection on Sasha. Uh, while Sasha's making the pin, which yeah. is a really nice spot. 
Um, Charlotte then takes out Ripley with a natural selection as well. Sasha rolled up Charlotte. Charlotte countered that into a natural selection of her own. She yep. locked in uh, the figure eight. Oh, the ending was fantastic. And then, and then, and then, and then, Very clever. Ripley comes in. Ingenious spot. Ripley comes in and locks in a crucifix pin onto Charlotte yeah. while she's still got the figure eight on Sasha. She sort of Sasha's crawled underneath. In, yeah, crawled underneath Charlotte, under the bridge that she made in the figure yeah. eight. Got her in a crucifix pin, and then Char uh, Sasha's looking in a load of pain. Looks like she's going to tap, and just as she puts her hand down to tap, it's the one, two, three for yep. Ripley having the crucifix pin. So Ripley gets the win for NXT. I thought that was awesome. What a great, great finish. It was great, a really, really creatively done finish. It was very, Fantastically very creative. Um, and it got unexpected. Ripley... And it got Ripley a win over Charlotte. Yeah, that's which is big. great. That's really big. The only thing I would have changed, and this is 100% a nitpick because I thought it was a very, very great finish, is I wouldn't have had Sasha tapping as she got the three count. I would yeah. have much rather that Sasha was just in pain and you didn't know whether she was going to break out or not and then Ripley got the pin. Oh, no, because the only thing that happens if Sasha's tapping out to Charlotte's thing is it makes Sasha look weaker. It doesn't make yeah. Charlotte look stronger. It just makes Sasha look weaker. Yeah, that's the thing. Like we've we've seen these kind of angles before, where a tap is missed, mm -hmm. um, and it's usually in a triple threat. Sometimes for like a title shot or for a title, where it really means something in the immediate sense. Obviously, this has longer lasting repercussions for these three within their Survivor Series match with the teams. But that kind of thing where a tap is missed. It only really works if something is immediately at stake because mm -hmm. in whatever show comes after that, that person can come back and say, well, hang on a minute. I was tapping this person out when I got done by someone else. You didn't really win this match. Mm -hmm. But there's no real comeback from this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the spot itself was fine other than maybe the tapping happening. Yeah, there's no problem with the spot. Aside from that, it was yeah, great. It just it seemed a little bit superfluous. A little bit. But... Again, we're really nitpicking here because the match was fantastic. The finish was great. Mm -hmm. Really loved the creativity with that. And it moved on to Banks and Charlotte, amazingly enough, not being very happy after the match. Shocking. Funny that. Um, so the brawl starts again. And this is the bit that I thought was a little bit juvenile. You had, you had NXT just watching on, which I'm fine with. But then you had Ripley at the top just going like, yeah, which like, why are you doing that? <laughs> you're real Ripley. Come on now. You're not seven years old. I we're not in a playground. That, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why that was a part of it. Um, it's it whatever. Was, yeah. It was it, a bit juvenile. It's like the Bella Twins doing like, oh, loser. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, oh, um, mm. But um, for all the tapping doing to Sasha, maybe being a little bit negative on her, mm -hmm. uh, SmackDown held the ring twice Yeah, in that brawl. That brawl went way too long. Good bit. God. They brawled a little bit. The crowd wasn't super hot for it. They kind of all went to the outside and then they all got back in again and brawled again. The crowd were like, yeah. Yeah. All right. Move on now. Um, but yeah, they, they brought a little while. SmackDown came out on top again. Yay. Thumbs up for that segment. Yeah, very much Good so. Stuff. Uh, Corbin, Rude, and Ziggler backstage now with Corbin's mid card of evil. Uh, Corbin says that when Raw and <laughs> NXT. card of evil. Hell yeah. Corbin says that when Raw and NXT get involved in their six man tag, they'll roll out of the ring. It's a master plan the from Corbin. Was, it, it sat, it, the build up was just so like. Corbin's sitting there is saying, like, we need a plan. Yeah. And you're thinking, yeah, good. Okay, tell me more. I'm, I'm invested in this. Mm -hmm. What is your master plan to take out? Because you know NXT's coming. You know Raw's coming. You know Raw's there. What is your master plan? We're going to roll out the ring. Mm -hmm. Okay, tell me more. We're going to let them fight. Okay, go on. Then we're going to go back in. And we're going to fight them when they've already been fighting. 
Woo! Terrific. Great plan. Love it. Uh, it was very funny. They were all laughing at each other's plan. Yeah, like, and they were. Oh, 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 we're such villains. Talking about they were like saying about um, Roman and Shorty G and what's the name of that other kid? <laughs> he wears he, the lights. Yeah, I don't he's, know. he's from like Chicago, I think. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But it's fine because this segment can be saved with the gift that is the gift that keeps on giving. Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn just turns greatest. up. He's the greatest. And he has a bag. He has a bag. And what's now, in the bag, Zane? What, th- this is the question, like most merch, just what's in the bag? What's in the bag? It didn't tweak to me what would be in the bag. You, I you inst- with your insider instantly. knowledge, instantly he, knew what it was going to be. Yeah, I didn't. I, I saw him grab a bag and I was like, it's going to be a new title, isn't it? I, I didn't think that immediately. I was just focused on the fact that there was a mystery bag and I mm-hmm. was immediately invested because Sami Zayn was holding the mystery bag and mm-hmm. I thought, this could be something. Yeah. Um, and Corbin says, this is probably the most annoying person I've ever met. And yep. Sammy just like, you should say that to my face in the ring right now. But there's my music. I've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Uh, I love Sammy Zayn and he's amazing. Oh, yeah. Nakamura he's- makes his entrance next. And as always, Zayn is the best thing about it. Yep. Moshing out to it. We get an ad break. We come back. Many, have- many adverts. It's great. Uh, Bailey's backstage. Yes. Uh, having a backstage interview. She calls out Shayna. Said if she's done hiding in the shadows, she's here and she's ready because she's always been attacking her from behind. Yeah. And now you know I've beaten her on NXT or whatever. And then she said, "Well, you know, Becky's smart. She's not going to come here because she's she knows I'm ready." Yeah. She but- says Becky's too smart to show up because if she does, she knows I'll break her. Yeah. And then she's like, Shayna is too impulsive. She just likes to attack from behind because that's really dishonest. That'd be a really dishonest thing to do wouldn't it bailey bailey who's attacked from behind good heel work yeah yeah i mean she continues to be fantastic as a heel yeah i really thoroughly enjoy heel bailey yeah Uh, especially with the stuff that happened later on which we'll get to later um then we have zane and nakamura are in the ring after their entrance that they did zane has the bag and he says well it looks like corbin's not coming out because Um, he's afraid of me because he's afraid of me and he's even more afraid of nakamura-san everyone is afraid of nakamura-san and he's going on about how Corbin calls him annoying. He's like, you can't call me annoying. You can't call me that. But if I was to use one word to describe me, it would be a stud. <laughs> really enunciating every letter of the word yeah. stud. stud. Which was an interesting... T- I, of all the words he could have said there, wasn't quite expecting that. Wasn't expecting Followed stud. up by Nakamura's even bigger stud. Yeah. Which was interesting. I'm like, okay. That's, uh, that's cool. Yep. But then he... Um, and he said that you've been... Nakamura, you've been so studly. <laughs> <laughs> that he's got him a present. Got him a present. And that present just so happens to be a brand new Intercontinental Championship design. Which looks pretty good, honestly. It does. It looks it does all right. look good. Um, it's, it's definitely not the worst title they have on the roster. Um, I'll say the only negative I have about this is why couldn't you change a different belt? Because the Intercontinental belt, I thought, was the best-looking title on the main roster, as it is anyway. It's the most prestigious. It it worked in the 80s, and it still works now. It's a timeless design. I think it was great, and they shouldn't have changed it as it is. But the new belt looks fine. The new belt does look fine. I'm And less, your opinion. I'm less of a fan of the IC title belt than mm-hmm. you are. Like, it does look good, and it's been held by a lot of prestigious people, and... It has been helped to be made much more relevant by the people holding it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, that fantastic promo from The Miz versus Baron Corbin. Mm. 
um, way back when, like, he didn't say those things for nothing. Like, he made that belt so prestigious. And there are aspects of the belt that sometimes I think I look at it and, like, it looks just looks a bit cheap okay. in comparison to the others that look more built up. They look, like, more expensive or whatever. There are aspects of, of, of the IC title belt that I don't like as much. Um, but either way, this new belt's going to take some getting used to. Mm-hmm. Um it's as bit, with any new It's very belt. plain as well, so... It is quite plain. There's no colour on it. And I know we've complained a lot about the Universal Championship is all blue. Yeah. And the US title looks bad. And the the spinner belt had a spinner on it and it was rubbish. Mm-hmm. I would have wanted some colour on it. Even if it's just like coloured lettering or yeah. something. It would have been nice to have something that stands out. Something that pops a little bit. Mm. Like on the old design, you had the white belt, which yes. was really cool. What, they, um, what, it, what it seems like they're almost doing with this um, this new icy belt is, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> the lettering is more like engraving, almost, mm-hmm. almost more reminiscent of the lettering on the old World Heavyweight Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, and but because it's sort of so new and so shiny, um, the lettering itself like kind of gets lost mm-hmm. in the title itself so yeah. there are issues with it yep it still looks good yeah um looks fine also tinfoil hat time cody rhodes was the one that introduced that intercontinental design again back way back i think it was before mm. wrestlemania 28 i think he introduced that intercontinental yeah. design again so maybe that's got something to do with it but probably not anyway tinfoil hat off now um yeah. anyway. by the way we have a new belt and sammy says like this is the only match that SmackDown is guaranteed to win mm-hmm. at Survivor Series because Shinsuke Nakamura is in it. Yes. And then they have a little bit of a go where they're talking about, like, they he has a little bit of a, a shoot on um, uh, da, 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 Roderick Strong. Roddy Strong. He has a little bit of a shoot and he's like, what's his name, Roggy? R- Ricky? Ricky? He's like, do you know the name of that NXT guy in your match? Yeah. And Nak's like, no, I'm drawing I'm a drawing blank. I'm drawing a blank. Um, and then, shock the, the system. system. And, and they then, all come out. They all come out, and Michael Cole says, Oh, yeah, shock to the system. Shut up, Cole. Ugh. More and <laughs> ruin everything. Sammy, Sammy takes one look at all four of them at the top of the ramp. They all come down. They all go to get in the ring. Sammy takes a look and just goes, Nope. No. Backs and then out. they all kind of they put the mic down and they just get out the ring. Yeah. Uh, Cole cuts a brief promo saying that he's Adam Cole, baby, and he introduces uh-huh. Roddy Strong. Yep. Says after they take care of some business at War Games, they'll wipe the floor at Survivor Series, and that brings out Biggie and Kofi Kingston. Yes, who, the New Day come out, who are facing uh, Roddy Strong and Bobby Fish at Survivor Series, along with the Viking uh, no, Raiders, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. What did I say? You said Roddy Strong. And Bobby God Fish. damn it! I'm messing up my words today. All over the place today, mate. Kyle Riley and Bobby Fish are Get facing game. the New Day and the Viking Raiders yes. at Survivor um, Series. They say that he sees them here right now, and he sees and he sees sees them here right yep. now. And he sees them here right now, uh-huh. so they can have a match here and right now. Ro- Ro- Roddy's just like what? Sure, four v two. Yeah, come on. Yeah, got it. Four v two. And Biggie. <laughs> Like Mrs. Doubtfire, she's like, oh, heavens no. <laughs> and then out come Heavy Machinery. Heavy Machinery. I love Heavy Machinery. They're great. I love uh, I then I then did make a note that's saying, I swear to God, if Undisputed Era don't win this. <laughs> if they lose to Heavy Machinery, I'm going to be mad. This, this is where we have two types of people. Your first note after that was, if Undisputed Era don't, eat, don't um, win after this. My first note after this was, 
Was Otis eating Kofi's belt pancakes? <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure he was. That's amazing. Um, we probably need to... We've been talking a long time. We need to speed up oh, this yes. review. Um, but then we have the match of New Day and Heavy Machinery versus Undisputed Era. Uh, this again was a super super great match. fun match. This is a great really match. really fun match. Undisputed Era did a really good job of just keeping Heavy Machinery out of the match. Mm-hmm. Totally, like it, <laughs> quite demoralizing for um for uh the, 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 the Biggie and Kofi, where they've just had a series of matches against the Revival, who are two guys who are great at separating the ring, and they go straight into a match against the Undisputed Era, who are four guys who are <laughs> great at separating the ring. <laughs> yeah. uh, they do an amazing job of wearing down Kofi. It all builds up to, eventually, an Otis hot tag. Oh, yes. And it was great. It was fantastic. Otis is so over. He was just taking, he was taking out everyone just by running into them. Yeah. And... I, I didn't expect this particular series of events to occur, but Otis and Kyle O'Reilly together in the ring is magical. So good. They're fantastic because Kyle O'Reilly is great at selling moves, mm-hmm. and obviously Otis is running into people. Kyle O'Reilly is equally as good at selling when his moves don't work when he's expecting them to. His facial expressions so are next to that. He's launching kicks and knee strikes and punches against Otis, who is doing his... Wobble, yep. wobble, I'm taking no damage. And Kyle O'Reilly is like, what? 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 You seeing this? You seeing this? Yeah. It's um, so funny. There, there was a moment where Kyle O'Reilly launches himself in a crossbody. Otis just stands there and Kyle bounces off. <laughs> it's so fun. Genuinely, such a fun match. Mm. Everyone starts hitting their big moves. Big E is going nuts on everyone. But then Undisputed Era hit the Hilo total elimination. I don't know what it's called. Their tag finisher mm. uh, to both Kofi and Big E on the outside, yeah. which rules them out of the match. Uh, heavy Machinery and Undisputed Era get into a big kind of schmoz in the ring. You're using uh, that word again. Yeah, schmoz. totally. It's a word. Uh, then there's a super kick uh, from Adam Cole and then a running knee uh, from Roddy Strong onto Tucker to pick up the win for yeah. Undisputed Era. Roddy Strong got the pin victory which is nice kind of builds in that feud for Survivor Series as well kind of puts him as a strong threat in Undisputed Era Adam Cole with the assist as well which was really really nice some nice moments from everyone else like Otis with all this momentum Um, O'Reilly and Fish showing how well they work together which we already knew Mm -hmm. they do I mean even like Tucker with a moonsault oh Oh, that moonsault was amazing so fun because he built that up for ages and he was looking around the crowd just going should I? at one point he just goes Ah, let's and do he goes it. up to the top rope, and I'm thinking, no. I mean, he's gonna do it, right? You're thinking, you're thinking. I want to see it, but no, surely <laughs> not. He's not going to. Oh, he is. Oh, he did. Yeah. And it um, was it was wonderful to see. Um, it was great. It was quite an interesting note that the commentary team said that uh, Kofi, all told, mm. has spent a total in the WWE of 989 days. As a WWE Tag Team Champion. Mental. That's crazy. In 11, in 11 days, he's going to hit 1,000. That is insanity. That's wild. That's crazy stats. Uh, shout outs to Kofi. Yeah. Um, we then get afterwards uh, Strong. The The rest of the three of the Undisputed Era are all celebrating in the ring, throwing yeah. out signs, etc. Roddy Strong just grabs his belt, goes out the ring, and walks straight up to Nakamura and Zayn, who've, who've been, been on watching. The sta- who've been watching, sat on the stage the whole time. Yeah. He just goes straight up to Nakamura, gets in his face, and blah, blah, blah. Out comes AJ Styles, who's the third man <laughs> in their match. <laughs> he f- flies like from the top corner. I don't know what he was standing on and why he couldn't be seen. Like Just like Aria. Just yeah. F- just flies out of nowhere. Just 
Kaboom, straight yeah. into it. Uh, they all get into a big brawl. Uh, Zane comes in with a chair, yep. equalizes it, and a bunk bunk gets them all down. Mm-hmm. Uh, beats down Aja Cells and Roddy Strong. Undisputed Era chase off Zane and Nakamura, which was a nice end to the segment. <laughs> we get an ad break, and then AJ Styles is still there afterwards. But he's not alone. He's not alone. The OC are with him now, and he says... He's the best thing in Chicago right now, to which the, the crowd go, CM Punk, CM Punk. He says, Chicago is the most depressing city in the country, if not the world. Seems bold. Um, Good here work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I used to live in Croydon, so... Yeah, you know. Um, that's pretty bad. Give and take. Um, uh, but then, interestingly enough, in response to the CM Punk chants, oh, AJ yeah. gets a little smile on his face, and he just says... Huh, I'd wipe the floor with him, and trust me, Chicago could use with the cl- could use a cleanup. I was like, "Ooh, that's a good line, big, big line. That's a big line." And so I don't know yeah, whether they... that's actually building to anything, but probably oh, not. Can you imagine? Probably not. We 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 imagine. We yeah. we we think and we, we hope. We, yeah, um, yeah, and the OC sort of start talking about how yo yo they're the only club that matters. I've written get you someone who looks at you the way Carl Anderson looks at AJ. Amazing. Just staring, staring at him lovingly. AJ just says he's going to remind everyone that he's the phenomenal AJ Styles. Yep. Uh, and then Daniel Bryan comes out and the OC walk off. Yes. Um, Daniel comes down to the ring, plays a video package showing the Fiend attack and the promo and stuff from last week. <laughs> he, he, he says he wants to summon Bray Wyatt. Like, here's why. And I'm <laughs> cue Titantron flashback to a Titantron flashback. <laughs> yeah. um, really Inception up in it here. It's great, yeah. I actually really like this. Mm-hmm. I really like this, this segment where... For all the talk where we've had about sort of maybe the cutting together and editing hasn't been great in previous episodes of SmackDown, funnily enough, using, you know, in this particular uh, storyline, I really, really enjoyed the editing of when they cut to Daniel Bryan saying, what do you say, Bray? And him going, yes. Yeah. Yes. And then it cuts, cuts to the crowd. Mixed with footage of like the OG yes movement crowds. Mm-hmm. And they keep showing it as Bray gets more manic. Yeah. And it was really chilling. Yeah, it was chilling great Chilling and fantastic. It was great stuff. Um, Daniel then uh, in the ring says he's not here to lecture on global warming. He's not here to play with puppets. He's here to summon Bray Wyatt. Yes. Uh, but then eventually after he's trying to goad him to come out, the lights go <laughs> off and everyone goes, oh, the fiend. Yay. Ah, I didn't. There was no music. There was no, there was no like weird sound effects. Mm-hmm. It was just lights off. And you're thinking, he's not coming. Yeah. Lights come back up and sure enough, Nothing's happened. But and Brian, someone. And Brian just goes, mind games, huh? Well, blah, 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 and goes off a bit. But then the Miz's music hits. <laughs> so Miz comes down. there's one thing worse than The Fiend, it's The Miz, it's says the Miz. Daniel Bryan. Great line. Um, Miz says that based on Brian's behavior, uh, he doesn't think he's a professional. Because as a professional last week, Miz had to bite his tongue. And then Daniel Bryan just cuts him off and says, I don't care because I don't like you and I don't respect you. At which point the Miz cuts him off and is like, oh, the feeling is mu- the feelings are mutual. Yeah. You're weak. You're vulnerable. I can't wait for The Fiend to tear you apart at Survivor Series. This, great stuff. I loved this segment between these two. So good. They're, be- bo- they're magic together. They are. And this is the thing. They, we, I think we've said it before. We said it last week. They have not forgotten. Mm-hmm. They have not forgotten because the Miz says he wants to help Daniel Bryan by help pointing out his flaws. And he says, "I've been doing that since you came to the WWE." And you think back all that time back, way long ago, when the Miz was Daniel Bryan's coach mm-hmm. in the original NXT, yep. and they had problems there where he was trying to point out his flaws, yep. albeit in a very heelish way. But they they haven't forgotten. Yeah, and I love that. Yeah. There are good, so many times where we look at WWE and think, they, why have they forgotten about this? Why have they forgotten about this? Why are these two interacting in this way when this happens 
months ago. Mm-hmm. Now they're talking about years ago, and Daniel Bryan and The Miz still hate each other. It's great. Yeah. It's really they're, good character work by two, two great characters. Two of the only ones that actually remember yeah. you know, character consistency-wise. Um, but then, yeah, it says he's uh, bringing out Brian's flaws. Uh, he thought he would bring out the best of him. It says he realized slapping some sense into him wasn't going to work. So now he's just going to do part of that and just slaps him, and which was nice. For, all the, for, for what I've just said about their editing being good, mm-hmm. he slaps him and it cuts to a, to a very close-up of Daniel Bryan's face and he just goes, starts to look up. And then there's a very long ad break, and when it comes back, they're in the middle of a match. (laughs) Why do you do this to us? I don't know. We return halfway through a match. Yeah. And when we come back, both of their chests are very red. Yes. (laughs) Good God. I wonder what happened in that ad break. Could there have been a lot of kicking? (laughs) A lot of kicking. I suspect a lot of chops. Yeah. Um, This was a quick, fun match. This was a a shorter match. Yeah. I Um, mean, you can can expect it to be a good match when it's The Miz and Daniel Bryan. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're always going to put on something good. Uh, There's Um, a couple of nice little spots here. Yeah. There's a mixture. When Daniel Bryan was doing the yes kicks, there was a mixture of yeses and noes from the crowd. Because I don't think they're quite sure who to cheer for in this match. No, no, I'm not. I'm not sure uh, they were. It was very, but, very um, interesting. Yeah, there was a bunch of corner kicks by Daniel Bryan, but then as he goes back for his third and the Miz follows him, hits him with the awesome clothesline. Um, big missile drop kick from Daniel Bryan into the kip-up. Miz is like, Miz is out of it in the corner. And Daniel Bryan's looking around, he's crouching, and he's got his hands. He's got his hands. And he's like, it's almost like he's tortured inside. Do I do it? He said he's not doing it anymore. Is he going to do it? And he does one yes chant, lights out. Yeah, it was as as it was so well timed. Oh yeah, because uh, he's like hyping up the yes chant, and the crowd are like, "Yeah, do the yes chant, do the yes chant." And he goes, and he, and he just does it. And as soon as he reaches like the peak of the first yes one, suddenly lights, and you know the, it, sa- the, the sound effects with are it. back. So you so, know like, the fiend's you know. coming, and, it's and like, he stops, it's, and his hands are just kind of. It's above so him. It's well nice. done with the promo from before. Mm-hmm. It's so well done. It's like the the fiend was waiting. Yes. He's goaded him yeah. into doing the yes chant again with his own one, and he's just waiting yeah. for him to do it. Knows he's going to do it because he's in his head, mm-hmm. even though Daniel Bryan says, you don't know what I'm thinking, even though last week he said, you understand what I'm thinking, which was a bit confusing at the time. But I think we're getting to the point where the Bray, Bray does understand what's going on in his head. He's in his head. He's waiting for the exact moment, knows it's coming, does it perfectly. Yeah. Um. So then The Fiend... Uh, has replaced the Miz in the yes. ring. Uh, as the red lights come on, the the fiend is now sitting in the corner where Miz was. He gets up. Uh, they run into each other, straight into a mandible claw. Close up of Bray's face. Super duper creepy. Cuts to an ad break. That was awesome. There was no really sort of weird music with the weird sort of almost no. street facts, but something I learned yesterday, apparently, mm. the reason the mandible claw, it looks like it's a move that wouldn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. Apparently, so I've heard mm-hmm. from semi-unreliable sources, um, there's nerves under the tongue that mm-hmm. then call the way back towards like the spinal area the when you press you know. on them. Apparently it hurts a great deal. Um, and the that's, more you know. Yeah. The more the you know. know. Uh, we... Uh, we then get uh, a quick segment with uh, Shayna Baszler. She comes yes. out to the ring. It uh, says that Bailey says she only tags her from behind. Well, now she's standing in the middle of her ring and she's calling her out, which was pretty solid. Yeah, um, it's another great move on using Shayna. Like I said last week when she's been introduced in slightly different ways earlier and earlier into matches and now she's the one starting it. Yep, which, which is, is really, really nice. nice. 
Uh, Bailey then came out from yep. behind and attacked yeah. her from behind, which was really nice. Yep. Solid heel work hits with a chop block. Baszler and her brawl for a little bit. She locks in a Kirafuda clutch, and Bailey just scrambles out of the way. And then she goes and locks in another Kirafuda clutch, and then Bailey just scrambles out of that as well. Um, and it was really, really nice camera work here, where you had Baszler oh, who God, was yeah. who was crouching down on the floor, and she kind of you could see she was mad, oh, and yeah. she really slowly just started looking up at the ramp where Bailey was, and you and could see the anger in her eyes. She looked like she actually wanted to kill Bailey. Yeah. And, it and cut- then it cuts to Bailey, who's looking at her just like, just, oh, she- what have I done? Yeah. <laughs> Bailey Bailey has been so arrogant with this. Yeah. So arrogant, talking about all these like, attacks from behind that Shayna does, then she does one herself. Mm-hmm. And, like, Shayna was almost in, like, a three-point landing pose. Yeah. And she just slowly looks up and say, like, then she's got murder in her eyes. It's like, I want to rip you to pieces. And then it cuts to Bailey, who looks like they've just caught her when the smile falters. And she looks like she's regretting all of her life choices up until that moment in time. Exactly. And yeah. then she just runs. Yeah, it was perfect. It was really, really and good. Shayna doesn't even give chase. No. She just, just like, stays no, there. I'm just going like, to kill you on Sunday. I'll get my moment. I yeah. will rip you to pieces. Yeah. That was a, a really quick but very nice segment. Yeah. Uh, we get a quick video recap of the tag match from last week, which leads into the main event, which is a six-man tag match with Stuff Ali, Shorty G, and Romy, uh, Romy Ro- Reigns. Romy Reigns. Roman Reigns <laughs> versus King Corbin, uh, Robert Roode, and Dolph Ziggler. There's a yep. big pop for Mustafa Ali because oh, yeah. it's his hometown Huge. from Chicago, which is really, really nice. And then there was almost no reaction for Shorty G because he's Shorty G, unfortunately. Yep. We didn't um, see the entrances of uh, Ziggles and Rude, but we did get Corbin's. He still got his chair. Thoroughly like this moment from Michael Cole. Uh, Mustafa Ali, you know, he's a former police officer from here in the Chicago area. Shorty G just welcomed his third child into the world. A son. It's really interesting. And here comes the big dog! <laughs> Jesus yep. Christ, Michael he Cole. the hero. Oh, um, God, I hate everything. Dol- Dolph was looking suspiciously like Tyler Breeze in this match. I know, way. yeah. He had the hat, he had the... the double denim thing mm-hmm. going on yeah, um, and Roman just starts off the match by punching out Corbin and Ziggles Rude was nice. the legal man yep. but he just went straight for them which was quite nice and just, nice. he just went ham for a bit uh, there's a really nice spot here where um, Ziggler distracts the ref and Corbin and Rude throw Shorty G from the ring and they just throw him onto the announce table from the ring apron which the, was a the great spot uncleared announce yeah, table yeah uncleared announce table just whoop just straight yep. onto it, and then he kind of bounces off to the other side, which is a really nice spot to go into an ad break. Um, coming back into it, uh, Ziggler hits a big DDT on Reigns. He's tuning up the band. Reigns hits, hits a Superman punch. There's a hot tag to Ali. Yep. There's a load of offense, load of drop kicks and dives and all sorts of yeah, stuff. Yeah, lovely tornado DDT. It's a great Corbin one as well. And um, then everyone hits some moves on the outside. Ziggler throws Ali off the top rope. He was, I think he was supposed to land on his feet. He kind of slipped stumbled as he a bit. stumbled a bit. But then as he got up, Corbin hit a deep six to then pin Ali. Gotta love not having any hometown wins whatsoever. Yeah, it was, it was, it was bittersweet that one because mm-hmm. obviously Ali is the hometown hero, um, and he's a, a lot. He's a hero to a lot of people within that community. You know, so he mm. started as a police officer. He does a lot of a lot of good work. Mm-hmm. Just just as like just for the little guy. Yeah. Um, I heard a, heard a story uh, not so long ago where um, a kid wrote to him, say, or probably his parents on behalf of the kid, saying like this, the kid wanted to to dress as Ali. At Halloween, mm. but they couldn't find any like costume for it, and I was like, "Here's some of my stuff. Here's here's my gear. Yeah, yeah. yeah just yeah, sent yeah. just hey, sent this bad. kid some stuff. So it's great. Ollie is a hero to a lot of people, and rightly so. To take a loss in his hometown is harsh. It sucks. What was nice 
the Deep Six won a match. Yay, At Deep last. Six won a match. It's such a cool move. It's just, it's yeah, great. like we say, such a shame that it happened the to other one Ali, yeah, yeah, and it happened to Mustafa Ali. Um, then after that, Roman Reigns speared Corbin, kind of cleared the ring, yeah. and that's when the big brawl happened that we yeah. talked, talked about earlier. So mm-hmm. overall, I thought this was a pretty solid episode. I really enjoyed this. A thoroughly good episode. I thought NXT got some really much-needed victories. They looked really strong going into Sunday. The big brawl at the end was really fun. The Brian mm-hmm. Fiend f- feud was furthered. There's really not much wrong with this episode at all. There's a few no. little things that I might have tweaked, but nothing super major. So overall, I gave this one a high smack-tastic, a high it's four deserve- out of five. It's deserving of that. It's very deserving of that. Um, what you know, it's kept from getting like a five out of five. There's nothing like properly spectacular mm. that you sort of go, "Whoa, hang on a minute, I want to rewind to watch that." Yeah. Um, but it was incredibly solid in the build-ups that they've got to a lot of stories going into this. Like you say, how solid as a unit mm-hmm. NXT looked. A bit of a shame that NXT UK wasn't a bit more obvious. Yep. A little bit more prevalent. That would have been nice, given the sort of the shock factor that came with Imperium invading, as messy as that particular segment was, it was very much a case of, oh, damn, NXT UK are here as well. They're Mm -hmm. part of it. And here, they were just part of it, but you barely saw them. Yeah. So a few little hiccups here and there where things could have been better, but as a whole, the show was really good. Mm -hmm. A great go-home angle for Survivor Series on Sunday. Yeah, it set it up really nicely to really pump the excitement. Um. According to you guys, I'm having a look now at our community tab poll that we did Ooh, yes. earlier. Uh, we've had 9,000 votes on this one. This is what would you rate this episode's week, week of SmackDown? We've got 53% of people agreeing with me with a smacktastic yes. rating. Excellent stuff. Um, next was Smack Bang in the Middle, which was 22%. That's fair. And Smacknificent, the top rating, having 14%. So very Good. much skewed to the top half of these ratings. Um, majority kind of that smacktastic range. That's really positive going into the show. 5% smackdown and 6% a smack in the face. So not huge on the downward yeah, scale. Yeah, so it's a really that- positive result um, going into uh, Survivor Series, mm-hmm. War Games, everything like that. Um, it's good to see everyone, or for the most part, is, is really hyped for this. Now, we are going to have to absolutely whiz through your Susu Super Chats because we have yes. overrun talking about SmackDown. So, oh uh, we're going to start with Matthew Robinson, who says, I think the one thing that this invasion is missing is a couple of defectors from the main roster that have been in NXT, like Street Profits, Ricochet, Viking Raiders. I think that's going to happen at Survivor Series, and it's probably going to be Kevin Owens or Seth Rollins. That that's seems like, like where the money's excellent. going. Yes. Uh, Matthew Robinson again says, uh, for the invasion, I think one side needs to seem to have a big advantage to give it stakes. I think they just need to give it stakes to have stakes. Say, whichever brand wins gets the number 30 spot in the Royal Rumble. There you yeah, go. that'd be nice stakes. to have. Done. Um, Pabby let Andy out of his cage. Uh, since Raw and SmackDown are made by like 80% NXT talent, I want to see all the talent take off their Raw or SmackDown shirt and show NXT. That would be a moment, wouldn't Ooh, it? God, all of them if they did that. Every single one. That would be a moment. Jeez, I mean... You don't think it's going to happen? No, totally not. Um, Absolutely never, never, never no, going to happen. No, but, but I mean, super cool. that would be that would be like that would be on the level of the walkout. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That totally. would be on that level where everyone where everyone walked out and it was literally just Cena, Sheamus, and CM Punk and left CM Punk, with uh, yeah. with Triple H, Triple H yeah. before good old Laurinaitis came back. Yeah, um, that was the time, wasn't it? Yeah, but that would it would be on that level. That would be massive. Not going to happen, but it would yeah. be massive. Yeah. 
Uh, Keith Lloyd says, uh, I think I'm the only person who did not pop when the NXT DX Jeep showed up. I hate this time of year in WWE. <laughs> I, I thought it was super corny, super lame, but I still popped. Because I'm weak. Uh, Michael Cole sounded like an absolute nerd in that little bit. He's like, it's not 1998. He's got a Jeep to Triple H. Oh, shut up, Cole. You make everything worse. Oh, dear me. God. Um, Adnap2 says, hope nobody in the crowd bought a replica of the old IC belt before Sammy unveiled the new one. Those are expensive. <laughs> hey, it's a replica now. It's a, uh, Now it's vintage. Vintage. That's what I'm looking for. There you That's go. The I one. got you. Uh, James Sternick said, uh, do you think they redesigned the icy belt because that belt was debuted in, uh, by Cody hey, in 2011? We've got some more tinfoil hats. Tinfoil hat on. Love it. Tip with my tinfoil hat on. Yes, absolutely. Tinfoil hat off. Absolutely not. I'm going to make you a tinfoil hat. Thank you. Uh, Marcus Roman said, uh, the old title belt design says intercontinental heavyweight champion while new, de uh, new design removed heavyweight. I don't think anyone in WWE has ever called it heavyweight whatsoever, though. I believe the new title does have heavyweight on it, actually. Oh, really? I believe from pictures I've seen, I think it says intercontinental and then it says... Uh, Heavyweight, I think either across the middle or like on the mm. bottom bit, and then champion underneath that. Can't remember the, the IHC. Yes. Shall now be known. The, the, yes, the <laughs> uh, Marcus Roman said, uh, "I could be wrong on the belt. It was hard to see uh, on." Oh well, have some more money. Just woke up. Thank you, Marcus Roman. Thank Appreciate you very much. It. Uh, do you want to do these next ones? Uh, yeah, the uh, the next one's coming up. Uh, Flame Inc. Live coming in. Superstars all wait all wear the wait wait wear. wear the title differently. Who did it in the most disrespectful way? I say Pete Dunn. Num num num. Num num num. Because he, ca he, <laughs> he always ca eats carries his, his mouth. I like that one. Um, <laughs> most disrespectful. Roman's pretty bad. Just carrying it, looking the other way over his shoulder. Yeah. It's just like, uh, you know, it's just like a bit of luggage. Got to yeah. Carry around so Bailey me. wears it around her neck like a sash now. <laughs> yeah. Which is interesting. It's I haven't something. seen people do that before. Uh, Dolph Ziggler, when he wore it backwards, is not yes. great. Yes, but, yes, you yes, know, yes. whatever. There's a few. There, there have been a few. Um... Hashtag Sport Wrestle Talk Drew Stalker. Thank you very much. Thank indeed, you. Indeed. Uh, Flaming Life, again, uh, WWE has a lot of females for their own show. Why not let them have their own show? The Evolution pay-per-view show that people would watch. Well, that would be, it would be nice to, to have, but obviously um, Evolution quite recently within the last month or so, Stephanie McMahon came out and said that it's not going to happen this yep. year, which was a shame, especially when the Mae Young Classic got uh, nixed as well. Mm -hmm. It hasn't been a great year or end of year, certainly, for those kind of shows, which is unfortunate. I think they did say they wanted to try and bring them back in 2020. Hopefully, sooner rather than later. Mm -hmm. I would also say that they only really care about the women's division when Ronda Rousey's around. Which is a real shame. Yeah. Real shame indeed. Uh, Sterling Van, I think something that isn't mentioned as much as the NXT is for making stars. That's why it's so good. Raw and SmackDown are for you just being happy to be there. Hashtag dynamic duo. <laughs> uh, I kind of agree and kind of don't. You can make stars on Raw and SmackDown too. It's not an exclusive like, well, we've already made the stars. They're here. Have fun watching them. Mm. can totally make stars on Raw and SmackDown. Look at Becky Lynch. She was basically a nobody on the main roster. Sure, she was, she was sort of popular. And then when she turned heel and mm. turned into the man, she became an absolute megastar. I think you still should absolutely be making stars on Raw and SmackDown. And NXT is so good because it has... An incredible roster who put on incredible matches week on week. Yeah. And it has incredible stories. And NXT has had its own fair share of this kind of thing hasn't worked. I mean, cough, Alexa Bliss, cough. Mm -hmm. not As a cheerleader. Yeah, yeah, that did not work on NXT, but you look no. at her on WWE and she has been mm -hmm. fantastic. Totally. Miracle Mark, what is WWE's obsession with hometown losses? I don't know. I don't. I, get, we we it, wish we knew. They're just like heel heat. I just want the heel heat. Yeah. They just need it for some reason. I don't. Yep. Get it. 
And Saul Garcia, Undisputed Era, is going to have a long weekend wrestling Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Oh, no. boy, howdy Tell are they. Tell me about it, yeah. Uh, but they can do it because they're awesome. Totally. And one of them is a War Games match. They can do it, totally. <sighs> yes. Uh, so they do have the advantage going into They do have the games, advantage, don't they? Because, totally. Because that's going to help with three days straight of wrestling. Totally, yeah. <laughs> uh, we got some WrestleTalk-related Super Chats now. Robert Johnson said, Hiya, Petey. Uh, I just caught a shiny Trutal on Pokemon Shield. Dude, nice. Nice. Congratulations. Awesome. I haven't got any shinies yet. Nor have I. Uh, Carlton Branham said, Finally, uh, after over a year, I'm a pledge hammer. Hey, yeah, love nice. you guys. Uh, also, uh, when do I get a WrestleTalk wrestling name? Keep up the good work. It depends what tier you've pledged at. If you're $25 or above, that's when you get a cool wrestling name. Uh, and then we'll start shouting you out on episodes like this one. Sidesh uh, Mirjankar, uh, who's that Pokemon in your videos is genius. Yes, the who's, your Pokemon, who's that Pokemon segments are so fun. I love doing them. Uh, Keith Lloyd said, keep up the good work, guys. Love the SmackDown reviews. Thank you very Cheers. much. Flame Inc. Live said... Uh, DYK, whatever happened to the Wall of Shirts? Well, the Wall of Shirts was on a very different uh, studio before I was even here. Um, so that was a, an entirely different studio, and we thought we'd upgrade it a little bit with some shelves. So, you know. Nice. Bit, uh, bit, of, bit, of, bit of Ikea going on there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Zucchini one. Squash said, here's $2 for you to afford a better tinfoil hat. I do Thank need you. that, in fairness. Thank, Thank you, you very much, Zucchini Squash. Uh, Matthew Robinson again said, Pete, just so you know, it was my birthday last Monday, and all day at work I told people, Thank you, it's not my birthday. Found a new WrestleTalk friend who recognized your reference. Oh, that's <laughs> so good! Yeah! That's awesome, Matthew Love Robinson. It. Thank amazing. you very much. That's so cool. Uh, Tomo. Tomo. Uh, said, Love the hoodie, Pete. Thank you very much, Tomo. Moderator Tomo. Love you, man. Thank you. Uh, and Daryl Spikerman said, much love from Singapore. Thank, Thank you, you very, very much. much. And we've just got uh, a couple more. Last minute super chat from Ryo Odonte said, Keith Lee's spirit bomb gives me shades of Undertaker's last ride. Also, Keith versus Braun. Also, why NCT taking DBZ move names as finishes signatures? I, what? Going to assume that's NXT. Oh. C is next to the X. NXT thing. taking Dragon Ball Z moves as finishes signatures. I mean, why not? Oh, they sound cool. Yeah. And they're cool people. I mean, yeah, yeah that spirit bomb. Shades, yeah, I, I can, I can get behind that. I mean, that spirit bomb was monstrous. It was amazing. It was just it was vile and yes. awesome. Uh, and then finally, we've got one from Giant Four Twenty Ginger who says, "Deep Six, name your sex tape." Ayo! Hey. Hashtag sex time. Hashtag <laughs> hashtag sex time with the boys. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Great stuff. So I have another email here. This is not DM ah, yes. or anything related. This is a lovely, lovely email from Juan, who says, Hey y'all, Juan Gabriel. Y'all know me from the super chats and mailbags that I post in every chance I get. Uh, just wanted to tell you that everything you guys do is highly appreciated from us patrons and most importantly, wrestling fans. I've been watching since 2015, I believe. Lonely Ollie was a little depressing, but we got used to it. To see it evolve to where it is now is amazing. This weekend is War Games and Survivor Series. I unfortunately have to work since I go to college during the week. It's tiring, but you guys make it easier with the news, podcasts, and of course, Screenstalker. Insert cheap plug. Twitch.tv slash Screenstalker. Go check out all the streams. Um... This means I, I have to miss the live stream of both shows, but we'll watch the highlights, the reviews, and the podcast to catch up on everything. Finally, thank you for everything you guys do. I definitely want to visit the UK and maybe grab a pint with the boys in the future. Cheers from the Dirty South State, Georgia, USA. Love y'all <laughs> from Juan Gabriel. Thank you very much, Juan. Juan, that's a lovely email to receive. That is a lovely email. Thank you very much it for is. that, Thank Juan. you so and much for your support. We love you too. We do. We love you very much. And if you do come to the UK, yes, pint is very much in the yes. works. Yes. Absolutely. 100%. We very much enjoy ha uh, having a pint with the boys. We a do. Lo a lovely time with the boys, some might say. Some might. Some might. Some have. <laughs> yeah, it's almost as if it's a catchphrase S Some or will continue to. Yeah. Um, so it is 
War Games tonight yes. in Survivor Series tomorrow. I'm thoroughly excited for it. Also, that means it's also the end of the this season of Wrestle League with predictions. And good God, it's bloody close. It really and is. And maybe I'm gonna have to pitch this to Ollie. Might see if we can get you involved in next season. Because I mean, we've got Randy Andy Datsun involved in the seasons, and he's not even on camera. <laughs> so I'm sure we can we can squeeze in putting that putting would be interesting. I mean, we have among the friends who mm-hmm. Pete and I watch wrestling with, so oh. my housemate and obviously um, Pete's uh, woman fiance person, woman fiance person, <laughs> yeah, lady that's, partner that's is one. what you're looking for. That's the that's yeah. the phrase I'm I'm grasping for. Yes, and a few other friends. We have our own sort of not betting league, it's but like our own league, it's, essentially yeah, it's a predictions yeah. league. And it started out as Pete knows what's going on, so Pete wins. <laughs> and we're all, we're, and which like, is hilarious, by the way, because I'm bottom of the Office Wrestle League. Really, by one <laughs> point. I mean, and then what was it L- last last year mm-hmm. when we had it? You won. Yep. Through may I say many little technicalities. Hey, there were technicalities. Liam, <laughs> my housemate was counting. There were there were two technicalities, uh-huh. right? Actually, no, I think there were three technicalities sure. that you technically won on, and if you hadn't got those points, I would have won. Uh-huh. I deserved that win. I genuinely can't remember what those technicalities are. Nor can I, but you know they exist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm angry. I just remember that I'm angry. There was there was, there was something that got added at a later stipulation, which meant you got more points. I was very annoyed. I wasn't that annoyed. Um, I have one more annoying story about predictions. We'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. This this year, it's super close. Oh, so close! Because isn't it? you've got myself, my housemate Pete, mm-hmm. and our friends who sent in a super, uh, an email, an email before before, and we're the top four, and it's literally one point between each of us. Yeah, it's super close. Yeah, uh-huh. and of course with war games coming up, a lot of our predictions are the same. Yeah, so it, that's not likely to change but too much. It's Survivor Series, which is insanely hard to predict. Oh yeah, 100%. so it could genuinely go anywhere with Survivor Series. Yeah, any of us could take the to mm. take could take the W here, and we have in our own friend group as well. We have uh, little punishments as well. So we for, do. for each show, if you lose the show, you have some sort of punishment. So we've yeah. had our friend had to buy a Lacey Evans T-shirt and as it, a punishment. It was, it, it it's was horrible. just awful. Like, it's a there's, horrible t-shirt. And I, I think she happened to get one that had a manufacturing issue because mm. the face... <sighs> you you remember when Kevin Owens mm. was doing his his sort of... Almost face face pres- of America stuff. Face of America it? thing. Yeah. And you had the face, like... On the floor. Projected onto the floor. Yeah. And it was weird. The Lacey Evans face on the shirt kind of looks like her version of that. Yeah. It's not good. No, it's a, and then it's a terrible, terrible thing. Richie had to get the the graveyard dog, the graveyard dog shirt. T-shirt for the one time that Roman Reigns and the Undertaker teamed, and they were called mm. the Graveyard Dogs. Yep. Yep. Uh, he then Great had decision. to buy the Graveyard Dogs T-shirt. Did, did we have we come up with a punishment for Survivor we Series? Haven't. I feel like we but did at one point. We we've got we various T-shirt ideas mm. because it's going to be um, what's the word I'm looking for? Spe- spe- specified mm-hmm. um, as to whoever loses usually has to buy a t-shirt of something that they they hate. Yes. So definitely. we've got ideas of what t-shirt everyone has to buy, mm-hmm. dependent on whether they lose and dependent on who they dislike the most on the roster for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be interesting. Are you going to buy a Roderick Strong t-shirt? No. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. The, the t-shirt that, that people have in mind for me is just my idea of he- 
wrestling hell mm-hmm. on a t-shirt. And th- I don't really hate wrestling. Like, I'm not a massive fan of Roderick Strong mm-hmm. in comparison to the other members of Undisputed Era. Okay. Now, when it comes to Randall Keith Orton... Oh, God, I forgot about your hate for Randy Orton. I, that's the thing. I don't hate him. Okay. You I just strongly dislike I, I him. Just, I strongly dislike how whenever he gets into a match, you're like, all right, well, I can go and, you know, make a cup of tea, make a sandwich, have a bath, take a two-week trip to the Bahamas, and he'll still be walking around the ring. <laughs> um, but what I dislike most is he comes in and on the Titan Tron, just the words, <laughs> in my veins. In my veins. He never says it. <laughs> Why is that there? The lyrics don't go, we, we, I we hear voices this last week, in we? my veins. No, it doesn't. We, we discussed this last week, didn't we? Possibly, I but I have very strong feelings about this. I know you do. In my Ooh. veins. On that note, uh, that's all we got. The t- the b- <clears throat> words. That's all we've got time for yes. this week on the Rest Talk Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, we're going to be back. There's so much content coming because Ollie oh, yeah. and I will be reviewing War Games t- uh, tomorrow. Uh, and then on Monday, Luke and Laurie will be reviewing Survivor Series 2. Yes. We're back on Tuesday with the Raw review and got all the other stuff that's like normal. So lots and lots and lots of audio content coming your way. Thank you very much for listening, guys. I love you all. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 